0: Get ready, it's time for Motherhood Talk Radio, live on Toganet.com. Motherhood Talk Radio, starring Sandra Beck, is the most powerful voice in women's issues today. As the owner of Motherhood Incorporated, Sandra brings you inspiring, influential, and interesting resources to help you navigate everything from childcare to corporate formation. Motherhood Talk Radio features the powerful voices of Christy Hawley, Robin Boyd, Linda Franklin, Tracy Coston, Danny Kiernan, Susan Hayde, and Lisa Dietress. Together, these women bring you everything from the latest crafting tips to how to be sexy in your 40s, from great parenting tips to moms living with cancer, and most importantly, how to bounce back with style. Motherhood Talk Radio helps you make a difference in your world and the world around us. Being all you can be starts right here, right now. Let's do it. Here's your host, Sandra Beck.
1: This is Sandra Beck and this is Motherhood Talk Radio and we have a great guest today. We have Warren Elkin and I'm bringing you to the show, bringing him to the show today because I think it's really important that women understand their finances. Uh, Warren, there are some things that are happening in the world today that are different from years past. We have some women who are choosing to start their families in their 40s and 50s after a very successful career. I have many Uh, girlfriends who haven't married uh, until they're at least 40 and they have children in their 40s. Some of them are adopting children in their 40s and 50s and the vast majority of women are choosing to take their reproductive years, if you will, and use those years to be educated and make money and have a career and then once they're set, they decide to start a family when they have a nice big nest egg and some of them, Warren, are doing it on their own. I have many girlfriends who have chosen to adopt, to use in vitro, to use IUIs, to have children, and they're doing it without a partner. And that's a big difference in years past. But what it does, Warren, is it creates a group of women out there that have to be in control of their finances. They have to have a good handle on their retirement because they can't rely on a husband. And then we have divorces at an alarming rate. I've Seen things in the military as high as eighty percent, and in the civilian population, we see them at fifty to sixty percent. So we have women for the first time in history having to be in control of their financings, having to be in control of their retirement in ways that historically has never happened in this country. So I am bringing you on because you have uh, almost thirty years with a Better Business Bureau rating of an A plus. You have an amazing business located in los angeles you have been helping people my friends included and me for many years and so i'm so excited to bring you to the show today to educate us all to educate myself to educate women because warren you are the best at what you do and i'd like you to introduce yourself to our audience and tell us a little bit about yourself
2: oh absolutely well thanks so much for allowing me to be on the show today um I truly do appreciate it. But uh, the first thing I have to tell you is that um, whether you're married or not, you need. you should not rely on your other partner for anything and uh, even today when i take clients on and uh... when a husband and wife comes in the office if the wife isn't there i, I can't do business with them and if the wife isn't a hundred percent on board and understanding everything probably better than the husband i don't want them as clients today because uh... we're all living longer and uh, you know one thing that's a true fact is uh, men don't live as long as women so in that respect, uh, women, whether you're married or not married, you really have to be able to stand on your own two feet as as we all do. And things have changed so drastically. Um, our economy is so precarious. Um, you know, The stock market's up a little and it's down. And uh, anybody who's been in the marketing years past has lost a tremendous amount of money. So it, it, you really have to get your head out of the sand. Uh, you don't. You uh, have to be a rocket scientist. You have to just be able to know the questions to ask or have someone who you can trust enough who can ask those questions for you. Um, and I would say the most important question that you can ask when you sit down with anybody, especially if you're a one-income family, is, is my money 100% guaranteed. Tell me how it's guaranteed. If it's not, I'd walk away. Because there's so many wonderful things that you can do today that you can prepare for not only your life as it is now, but you can prepare for your life in 10 years, 20 years. You can prepare that if you get sick or ill that you would have double the income. You can prepare that there's life insurance involved. And all these things are wrapped up into one little package where it doesn't doesn't cost anything. They're investments, and they're called annuities. And just like mutual funds, there's many, many, many types, but you go with a top notch company, and you can go with companies today where you can be guaranteed 6.75% for 10 years, just like a CD. So you don't have to worry about that stockbroker who with the fancy shirt and tie uh, downtown is watching your small account or not, because you can't lose a penny because you're getting 6.75. And on the other hand, what happens is with these insurance companies, if the S&P or if the market does better, you get the better of the two. So you don't have to worry about anybody if they're asleep at the wheel You know that your money is 100% guaranteed. The worst you could do is 6.75. And at the end of the year, if the market makes more money, you're going to make more money. And that gets locked in, and you start the year out fresh. So you can go on with your life. Life is so stressful for all of us. We work hard. We take care of our children. That's our priority. And we pay our bills. We pay our taxes. And there's generally very little left over to invest in our own personal futures. So no matter how small it is, start, but start in the right things and uh, to get you where you want to be within the next 20 years. Well,
1: and Warren, I want to bring up some personal things uh, because I think it's important for the women listening today. Uh, How long have you been married?
2: I've been married for 25 years. And uh, we've been together about 29 years, and we just celebrated that in September.
1: And you have one son, that's correct?
2: I have one son, uh, Dylan. He's 22 years old, and he's a senior at Loyola College here in Los Angeles. And he's, uh, he's going to be graduating soon, and uh, he's going to be in the job force. So uh, he's busy with that a- as well.
1: Well, and the reason I bring that up, Warren, is because you not only, you know, teach people, especially women and me, um, you know, how to handle their finances, but you live it as well. You know, you have been in a solid long-term relationship. You've raised your child, you know, and you're still raising him. Um, but you know how expensive everything is. You know the pressures that that people face when they get married or they, they choose to have children, uh, whether they're with a partner or not. It's expensive. And one of the things that come up again and again, and when I put a post up on Facebook to talk about today's show, what women wanted to know, one of the biggest concerns that that women that listen to my show have is they have one or two kids. They're a single household income. Do they take out a loan for college? Do they? How do they pay for college? Do they use the retirement money for college? You know, and we're talking women who are putting their kids in college, you know, at fifty and sixty years old. So, you know, how do you? How do you? What do you? What do you do? What do you tell somebody like that?
2: That's a very hard and a very personal decision. And yes, that is tough because uh, having put a kid through private school since third grade. Believe me, my wife and I feel the pinch uh, every single year. But, uh, one, you have to be a really good saver if you can. Um, you want to be able to save and invest your money correctly. So when you are getting close to that age, you'll be able to withdraw the amount out that you need for on a yearly basis for that education. Uh, so that, you know, the, the, the earlier that you can start and if you have – Uh, you know, a chunk of money that you can put away uh, and start investing it in a very safe place um, uh, where you know what you're going to receive every year so you can kind of figure it already. You already have the number that you need to have 10 to 20 years in advance because you know the interest rates you're getting. So you always want to know what's my minimum, what's my worst situation, my worst return, and figure that out and then go from there. Uh, and that's what we usually do, because we can tell you exactly how much you're going to need. It's You know, all these things are so computerized today. It's, it's so easy to do. And I'm happy to help anybody out there who has any question just to chit-chat. Uh, please feel free to call anytime, whether it's now or next year or five years. I'll be happy to point you in the right direction. Because if you don't, you truly can get screwed. Well,
1: and Warren, I think part of the problem is the unknowns. There's so many unknowns. And you've been doing this a long time, so you have a pretty good idea and you're living what you're selling. You know, you're you're living the 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 saver plan, the smart money investment, the zero risk um, you know, being able to control, you know, your income because a lot of the different financial vehicles out there you can't control. You're at the mercy of things. Let's talk a little bit about some of the types of investments that are just huge risks for somebody who is a single income or a uh, sole supporter of their family, especially with looking at putting kids through college.
2: Oh, a- absolutely. Uh, if You talk to a stockbroker, they'll tell you that it's, it's we're going to put you in something that's safe, uh, it, there's nothing hundred percent for sure in the stock market that's why it's the stock market still a gamble you can make money in one year and then the next year when you need the money it's not there then there's an age factor that comes in because now you have to you're that much older you have to wait one or two years for it to catch up again and sometimes as we know uh, people have waited as long as five years to catch up so again you want to be in things that are hundred percent guaranteed and, and I tell you, that the best thing you can do is find yourself a great annuity with a great company that offers just a really solid, guaranteed, by contract, interest rate, a high interest rate that you're going to get every single solitary year. And on top of that, they give bonuses. Some of them give bonuses as high as 18%. So if you put in a hundred thousand you've got 118,000 and you're guaranteed 6.75 at some point when you want to take an income whether it's for your own retirement or it's to pay for college education you can start taking an income and you'll have the money for your retirement or your income and it never runs out once you start taking an income that income is guaranteed for the rest of your life and those are important things to know uh, You've got to be able to feel good. You don't want fe- uh, to feel uncomfortable about your future. You want to feel that you're in the right thing and that it's one less problem, one less noose around your neck because you already know what you're getting. You already know what the guarantees are. And if the S&P 500 makes more money than the 6.75, hallelujah, then you got icing on the cake but you always know how much you're going to have in advance by year to year to year. You have it right in front of you and, Nothing can be better than that. Nobody wants to sit home and wait or listen to the stock market all day and get there and get sick, and they've got other things to worry about. And most most people don't have the time to listen to the news all day or be able to move their accounts all day, and they do rely on someone. And if your account really isn't big enough to them, they truly, unfortunately, don't care because there's no money in it.
1: Well and that brings up a really good question, Warren, and that was something that people have asked today, uh, through social media for the show, is how do you how do you know who to trust? How do you know like what what do you look for? You know, if you're somebody like me and you've got little kids and you've got, you know, a nest egg put together and it sounds really good, I can put a hundred grand in, I can get, you know, eighteen thousand up front and then I can get the six point seven five percent interest rate, you know, for the next ten years. You know, my kids are only eight and eleven, so you know Know, i've got 10 years to think about, you know, what to do for college, but how do you know who to trust? Like, you know, it just feels so overwhelming. How do you know you're not going to get ripped off? What is your best advice to our listeners today on how to select somebody that they can trust?
2: Well, first of all, if you have an accountant, an accountant is a great way to start. Ask your accountant does he have somebody reputable? that he can put you in front of and don't ask for just one person you want to talk to a couple of people ask a trusted attorney call the better business bureau and find out ratings and they'll they 'll put you online and give you a list of people that have you know the top ratings in your in your town and you want to have people that you can talk to and are willing to give you names of people uh, all over the country. I do business all over the country, so uh, I always tell clients let me give you x y and z 's number in your town or x y and z person to talk to and please please call them up or well, uh, let me talk to your attorney, or let me talk to your accountant and let 's make sure this is the best thing for you and we want to make sure we 're dealing with the top top notch insurance companies and The one important thing about insurance companies that I will tell you that nobody else has that can make you feel a lot better is they have what are called suitability departments suitability departments they 're very important because banks don 't have them stockbrokers don 't have them but The state makes each insurance company have a third party on board that when you're filling out an application, if those answers don't look like this investment is for you, they will not take your money. So you don't have to worry about some salesman trying to sell you something that you don't need because the third party from the state, they look at every one of those applications. They go through a review. It takes about a week. And they want to make sure that it's the best investment for you. And if it's not, they just will not take you because we are such a litigious society that they don't. They want to make sure that you have other money. They want to make sure that you're stable. They want to make sure that you have jobs. They want to make sure that you're the right candidate for this type of investment, which is an excellent, excellent thing to have today because nobody else does that.
1: Well, and, you know, that's interesting that you say that because I think, you know, most people are so afraid of getting ripped off. Most people are so afraid of, you know, the unknown and, and part of the unknown is, you know, knowing who to trust, Um with respect to somebody who's been in business, do you look for somebody who's been in business a long time? Do you look for, you know, do they spend time with you? Like, like, you know, what other type of things you do uh, with your clients that they can look for? Because, you know, obviously I think you're terrific and I think, you know, everyone should go with you, but not everyone will. And and what what are some of the type of things that you do in your business practice for your clients that, that, help them be at ease and that way you know you can look at other people modeling after you you know looking for some of these criteria like I can think of one that you did for me right off the bat is you sit down with me whether it takes an hour or two hours like I never felt rushed you you made sure that I understood what it was like you know myself or my dad was getting into and and you know, some of this stuff is hard for us to understand and I think that's one of the qualities um, that patience that you have to go over things with people till they understand it is really one of your big um, one of the big things that I look for because I wanna buy something that I understand. What are some other things that, that you do to help your, your customers or your clients feel good sure. about well, what they're doing?
2: Absolutely. The first thing you wanna do is just take a deep breath. Uh, you, you don't have to do anything that you don't want to do, and it's just what I call an education process. So we want to have a cu- couple of conversations to really find out where you are today, how solid your position is, uh, where do you think you want to be in five years, ten years, when do you want to retire, when will your kids go to school, how much do we think we're going to need at that point, and let's just take it step by step by step and let's just figure out the whole situation first and get to know each other, get to know uh, and make sure that you feel comfortable with the person that you're dealing with and they're not pushing you or shoving you or giving you too much information. Too much information is is not good to begin with. It really should be a slow education process uh, because if you went and you wanted to buy a mutual fund, there's uh, uh, hundreds of mutual funds and there's so many different annuities and so many different stocks and you have to deal with somebody who one is a broker that deals with every major company that has no allegiance to one company that's very important because when they sit with you first we need to educate you but then when you're ready at at some point to sit down and actually look at various companies you need somebody who's going to bring you various companies and show you not the things, whistles and bells that just kind of come out at you, but it's the really small little nuances that are the most important. And someone who can connect and show you the nuances and the differences between uh, company A, B, and C, and you'll know the one that's right for you because at that point you'll know what your needs are and you probably already do know what your needs are, but sometimes somebody has to bring it out of you. Somebody has to ask you the right questions because you might feel uncomfortable about talking about it or you might not even remember to ask that question. So you need someone who really is a good listener but knows how to bring the the right questions out of you and who can take it at your pace, whether it's now, six months from now, or a year from now. I have people call me back uh, I had a gentleman who called this morning that I had spoken to him well over a, a, a year ago, and he was ready to to talk again. so it has to be your comfort level and nobody else's.
1: Now, Warren, this is a personal um, issue for you. Your business is very personal. You get involved in people's personal lives. You get involved in their finances. And, and you know, and, and I'm sure you hear about, you know, the, the troubles and tribulations and trials and all those things that go along with it. Um, but you have a whole personal background with why you do what you do that had to do with your own parents and the experience that they had with some of these money programs out there. And can you talk a little bit about that and how that shaped you as a money professional
2: yourself? Sure, absolutely. Well, I came from a family who were both very hardworking parents. Uh, They were not savvy investors. Um, They got their advice from neighbors, friends who said they had, this was the guy to go with, or that was the guy to go with. And And my parents were, you know, followers. If it was good enough for Joe next door, it was good enough for them. Uh, And unfortunately, they lost a lot of money multiple times. Uh, And I witnessed that. And it's really from not being educated enough, not knowing, just basic questions. If you have a limited amount of money, someone's got to ask you, what do you feel comfortable with losing? The, The answer might be zero. If you have a limited amount of money, the answer probably I don't want to lose any money. I want to go into something where I know I'm never going to lose any money, but I can have a gain. Well, talk to me about that and tell me how is that even possible. Show me how that is even possible. But with the top, top insurance today uh, companies today, they are all so highly regulated, and they have to have enough cash on hand to pay every single policyholder at any given time, if everybody wanted their money back. So just like if you own a a car, your car is insured, or you own a home and your home is insured, you have health insurance, you expect them to pay. Well, these companies are through life insurance companies, where, again, if you had uh, a husband or someone who passed away, you know that within a couple of weeks you got your check. And this is where these annuity companies come from. They can only be bought through insurance companies and certainly the top notch ones and again you need someone who's going to sit and take a lot of time with you and educate you and help find the best solution for you and your family and that that might be an immediate need it might be, need uh, be a need that you're going to need in ten years or 20 years but You've also, in the loop, you've got to make sure, again, your principal's guaranteed, that you have the ability to make as much money as you can without risk, and that you need to make sure that if you get sick or ill, that that income could double or even in some points triple. And companies out there today, they have those in the state of California, I know for sure. And I do business uh, in many other states where they're available. That if you get sick or ill, just like a pension, they're going to double or triple your income for the rest of your life. So if you had a couple of hundred thousand dollars and God forbid you got sick, you would have to eat that up very quickly. But now, because of this benefit, you're being paid out triple, and you're being paid out for the rest of your life, that it's just another another thing not to have to worry about. And these plans all come together. They're designed as, uh, as your own pension plan, just like if you work for a company where they're going to pay you out. This is going to be your own private pension plan where you get an income for the rest of your life or a double income for the rest of your life, or you can take that chunk of money out when you need to to go to pay for the education that you want to give your children. So all those are important facts, and we just look for the top companies that allow you to do those things at the t- time when you feel you're going to need it. And that's, that's one of the nuances of, is putting you together with the right company, with the right timing for you.
1: Well, and, you know, let's talk some reality here, Warren. You know, uh, on NPR recently, one-third of new retirees say their finances are worse than before they retired. We look at Fidelity and Fidelity, their medical costs. An average 65-year-old couple will spend roughly 400000 on out-of-pocket expenses through retirement until age 92. That's from Fidelity Investments. And the most alarming thing that I think is when we look at, like, what happened in Detroit Detroit we look at what's happening to some of these pension plans and we hear all these stories about social security the offices cutting back hours cutting back things no longer sending statements or sending statements and you know trying to do these things electronically you know everybody's cutting costs everywhere they can this is something that can't be cut back like if you're a federal employee or a government employee and you're expecting that money to be there like those employees in Detroit and it's not there's got to be some safety net. There's got to be some way you can control your retirement to give yourself some peace of mind. And that's what some of these these programs are designed to do, correct?
2: Absolutely. When you leave a company, especially if you're a federal employee, you, you definitely want to take your money and get out of there as quickly as possible. Uh, and that's because uh, they don't give you anything. They pay you out without any interest, uh if you pass away nobody gets the money uh if you're married uh, the spouse gets half of the payment uh but if you're uh but your children don't well nobody wants that the money that you have in there you want it to continue to grow at a great interest rate um, and you want to have every benefit to earn more money because even though you're not working well you still have to pay the rent you still have to pay the car payment you still have to put food on the table And you still have to pay the insurance bill. So you want to go into things as soon as you leave a company. You want to have your 401K or your your SEP IRA. You want it to go into something that's yours, that you control, that nobody else controls. Because... You don't want uh, someone to call you one day and say your benefits have been cut or that there's no money left in the pensions, which which unfortunately are sad. And I've gotten dozens of telephone calls from people asking, what can you help me with now? And, uh, you know, at certain points you can only do so much you can't make. At 70 years old, somebody who has $100,000, you can't make them into a millionaire. So the earlier that you start – and even if you start with a small chunk of money and just let it grow and grow and grow and grow, if it's in the right vehicle and it's, and it's guaranteed to earn money for you and you don't have to worry about if anybody's cheating you or, or something that isn't going right or you don't feel good about something, that's the way to go. Make life as easy as it is because to go to work every day and to raise kids is, uh, is tough, tough, tough that you don't have to and again because it's so tough most of us they just people just don't watch their finances they don't know how much they have in their pensions they don't know how much they have in their iras they can't tell you how much they made last year that's not good you want to know all that in advance you want to know that i'm getting a guaranteed I'm just going to throw out a number because this is one of the numbers out there, 6.75, and I'm guaranteed that for 10 years. And, heck, at, at the end of every year, if I make more money, I'm going to make more money. But at least you don't have to worry about if someone cares enough to worry about you because you have to worry about you. And so everything you get you want by legal binding contract that shows exactly what you're getting and states all the facts. So nobody comes back to you five or ten years from now. Well, you know, it still wasn't the stock market, and, you know, it's still not guaranteed, even though they were safe, safe stocks. I mean, you see that happen every day. The market is so, so precarious, and the, the, the biggest, wealthiest people out there have gotten out of the stock market, and they're going into the safest, safest things that they can go into.
1: Well, and you know it's interesting that you were talking about worry because I was just reading something that the AARP had set out that sixty percent of people ages forty-four to seventy-five are more worried about running out of money than actually dying. So it's like you know I'd rather die than than run out of money. I mean that's that's an amazing thing that again our 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 situation financially as a country as a population is so different than it was in years past you used to be able to work for a company for 40 years and retire or work for the military and retire and get these benefits and know you'd have your health covered it's not that way anymore there's so many changes uh coming around and so many different pressures on people that um you know that aarp article you know saying that they're more worried about running out of money than dying do you find that to be true and in your practice
2: i unfortunately i do find that to be true and and you're right it's it's uh i hate to throw out numbers because they're but i mean really there was a gallup poll just recently that stated that 68 percent of americans are afraid of running out of money and and that's a sad sad thing um you know you do work for a company for your entire life and and they change the benefits on you or they or they want to get rid of you because they can't afford to pay you those benefits anymore and that's what you're seeing all the time so anytime you can take your own situation put it in your own hands and you be responsible for yourself and let someone let someone who can who you can find and take the time to trust and get background checks on and ask all the questions that you want and find out about all the companies because these companies are highly regulated and that that says it all they're so they're state regulated and so you have an opportunity to find out as much information as as you need and, again, it's not just the, the big things that these companies throw out, you, out at you that you see. It's really the little nuances that connect the dots that make one better than the other. And that's really important, and that's what you need someone to point that out to you to show you why X is, is going to be better for you than, uh, than, than Z and uh that's really important because again it's it's like everything else in life it's the little tiny things that you uh, you might not catch but your uh, advisor the one that you trust and respect is on the lookout for you
1: Well, and Warren, we just had a question come in uh, from Facebook and uh, we've got a 47-year-old man that says, I have a 401k and I don't know what to do with it. And I know you have some thoughts on 401k rollovers or 403b's. Um, If people are in those positions, what do they need to know about those uh, products and how can you make those work for people?
2: Well... If you have a 401k, you definitely want to roll it over, and you have uh, 60 days to roll it over so you're not taxed on it, but you want to put it into something that we were talking about, and that would be um, an annuity which gives you a guaranteed lifetime income where you can put the money away, you can take out 10% anytime that you like, but it's somewhere down in the future when you want to start an income they will pay you that income out for the rest of your life. So you're not only making a guaranteed interest rate, but on the other hand, you have an account that's mirroring the S&P 500. So there's no money in the market, zero, not one penny. But if that, but by mirroring the market, at the end of the year, if the S&P made 10%, then in your S&P account, you're going to get. So you've got a 6.75% account that's separate from your S and P account. But when you retire and you want an income, whichever account is higher, they will pay you out the higher of the two and they will pay you out an income for the rest of your life. And with that income, Also, people forget about people, most financial planners never talk about the cost of living. But I don't know about you, but we're, uh, you know, you go to every week that I go to the market, my wife and I are empty nesters, and I I just can't believe how expensive it is just to go to to a trip to the market to buy the, the necessities of life. And... So you think about what the cost of living is going to be in five years or 10 years from now or 15 or 20 years from now. So you have to have that built into your contract that you're always going to have money being put into it even though you're taking money out. And you want to make sure that if you get sick or ill, if you're retired and you get sick or ill, you want to make sure that you're going to be able to – be able to afford to pay for a nursing care facility if you choose to go to one, or be able to pay to have in-home care. And with these particular policies, they were created for retirement. They're created for, at some point that that you're going to retire, take an income, and if you get sick or ill, that income will double. So this way you don't have to worry about getting a check every month or you don't have to worry about what happens if I get sick or if, you know, if you're married and you have a spouse, what, what if you get sick and you need to go into a nursing care facility and you've used all that money up and now there's no money for your spouse to live. So these are all things that I address. We want to make sure that both the husband and the wife, they're both taken care of very well and
1: you know when we talk about you know 401ks 401ks most 401k plans offer the spread of mutual funds of stocks and bonds and money market investments those are really volatile up and down Um, there really isn't a whole lot of consistency there's not a whole lot of peace of mind um, with those type of money vehicles and then there's so many restrictions and there's so many like you have to vest and some things vest immediately and then if you leave early or there's you know complex rules on how much you can withdraw and then there's all these penalties for pulling stuff out so if you have a 401k does it matter how much money you have in it that can roll over like does it have to be a hundred thousand does it have to be fifty thousand if somebody has a, a 401k with a company what what are the you know the general rules with that that kind of vehicle well, the,
2: the, the rules are very tough And it is that unless you've separated from the company, uh, then you cannot move your 401k. Okay, so if you get laid off, if you're terminated or the company closes or you quit? That doesn't mean that if you have a little IRA sitting somewhere or a SEP IRA or something else or just money sitting in the bank that's getting no interest and you're being taxed on that there aren't things that you can do to make your situation a whole lot better.
1: So really, they should just call, like they should call up you or call up a financial advisor to see what they can, um, what they can do.
2: Well, what they should do is first start with their, their benefits people. And uh, if they're, if they're retired or they're uh, uh, over 59 and a half, generally they can move their money. But generally, you have to have left employment to move a 401k, and that's a pretty general rule. But um, Or if you've left a company and you no longer work for that company and you're working for another company, people don't stay at jobs you know, for 20, 30 years like they used to. They might be at a job for five years or 10 years, and then have a four, an old 401k, and they've never even moved it. They really don't even understand what's happening with it. But that 401k is can create a very solid retirement for them. So they really do need to be aware of it and understand and make sure that that is making money for them, even though they're not connected with that company anymore. And that's a big mistake. People just move on to another company. They forget about their old 401ks.
1: So they have could multiple, have money laying around that could be actually working for them to pay off a college education for a child or, or, or you know, give them an income while they're in retirement.
2: A- absolutely, positively. Absolutely. But all this should be discussed so the numbers are always correct. So you're not doing anything that's... Uh, uh, not uh, that, that you're not doing anything that's uh, not legal. You, you, uh, you don't want to wind up in any kind of trouble, uh, certainly with the federal government. So we always have to go by their guidelines and always have to check and recheck and, and make sure that what you're doing is correct.
1: Now, let me ask you, we've got another question coming in. What about heirs with some of this stuff, um, with some of these vehicles you're talking about? You know, if if they don't have a partner in life, they're a single woman who has children, what happens with survivor benefits or what happens with some of these vehicles, you know, with respect to the heirs?
2: Well, in, in regards to 401ks, again, uh, A lot of the time, whatever the amount that they were getting, half of it gets cut. So that's why I don't recommend staying with a 401k. I recommend putting it somewhere else where the benefits are not cut, where if you pass away, your spouse gets the full benefits or your children get the full death benefit. That doesn't happen with most companies. So you want to make sure that that's, and you also want to make sure that on these forms that you've signed at work, that if you are no longer married, that your ex-spouse is not on these forms, because if you forget and they're still on those forms and you pass away, that ex-spouse is still going to get the money, whether you were married to them or not. So that's really important to check all your forms at work to make sure to confirm and you want to see it yourself who your beneficiaries are, especially not your ex-spouse. But a lot of people do forget to take them off.
1: That's amazing. I mean, I can see how that could happen if you have some, you know, some, some, you know, you've been married for 20 years and you divorce and you have these things and, and, um, you know, you try to, to reorganize or you get remarried and your new spouse isn't covered, but your old spouse is, that could cause a lot of headaches.
2: Uh, more than headaches. Uh, that's, that's putting on your, uh, putting out and going and going fighting. Uh, because you could can't imagine having your ex-spouse uh, receiving your retirement benefit or your death benefit.
1: Yeah, I just, I was thinking about that, like, you know, with so many of my friends, you know, I'm thinking I should send an email out going, you know, make sure your ex-husband has taken off everything. Because I think, you know, where women are concerned today, we're making more money, we're employed and, and. um how are these contributions made? Speaking of making money, do you make them in a lump sum? Are they something you can pay in monthly? You know, how do these programs work?
2: Well, again, if it's through your work, uh, then a four hundred and one k through your work, you can. Uh, they may match you uh, a small amount today. Uh, if you still get matching, you're very lucky because most companies have stopped that. Um, Or you can uh, can certainly add X amount of dollars to your account yourself. Um, If your account isn't making money for yourself, I certainly wouldn't put that money in there. I would find a better place to put this extra money and open up your own IRAs and uh, and do your own thing uh, because you can do that.
1: Now, with an annuity program, do you put a lump sum money in? Can you make regular contributions? What, uh, you know, how does that that vehicle work?
2: Well, with annuities, how that works is generally people put in a lump sum because it's generally money they have uh, from a retirement plan uh, that they've retired and they want to roll it over, or an old retirement plan, or they have. Uh, You know, IRAs that they've had uh, uh, that they've saved up, or SEP IRAs that they've saved up, and uh, it's very easy to roll them over into things that are a hundred percent guaranteed where they don't have to worry about the market or worry about what's happening in the world or worry that there's a drought in california and the prices of food and everything else is going up and the fact that manufacturing has left the the united states and there's so many unemployed people that that affects the market so drastically you don't want to have those ups and downs in your life especially if you're a single person you have got to look for the easiest ways to make your life the best it can be and 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 we all encounter problems but let's the, the ones that we can take care of and that there's known ways to take care of them that's the best way to go everything else is if you can control something wonderful there's some things in life we know we can't control but that's easy enough to control your finances now,
1: when you look at spending for medical costs, some people choose to purchase a long-term care insurance. But you mentioned earlier on in the show that some of these annuity policies include something to help pay for in-home care or long-term care insurance. Like How, how does that work?
2: Well, I think today to buy a long-term care policy is, uh, is just about a ripoff because the benefits are not what they used to be. Uh, Like everything else, the benefits get less and less, and what they do is they will pay for X amount of dollars a month for you to be in a facility, which are small, because I can tell you that to be in a decent facility, it can be as much as $10,000 a month, Um, and they may only pay for... $1,500 Fifteen hundred dollars, or two thousand, or tops three thousand. Well, where's the rest of the money going to come from? If you can't pay it, it doesn't matter that you have a long-term care policy. They're not keeping you there. So, you know, I the out-of-pocket expense doesn't pay to put it into a, a long-term care insurance policy because these annuities include them today and you're not paying anything for it it's just you're putting in your lump sum and it's just part of the benefit part of the benefit is having uh... And doubling your income if you are uh... in need of in-home care or nursing care and in some cases in some cases uh... with uh... states that they'll even triple uh... the amount that they'll pay you out for care so you don't need that and on top of that you don't need to buy life insurance because these policies include them as well. So you've got uh, great interest rates uh, guaranteed. You've got the ability to participate in the market with zero risk. You've got a life insurance policy included with it, and you've got a long-term care policy included with it. And there's the fees on them are very low, generally maybe 1%, and they only come out of the S and P side, they never come out of your guaranteed side. So you've got uh, uh, you have got everything covered for the rest of your life. You, you've got what you need right now is to make sure that you've got something in place that you don't have to worry about, that you feel good about, that you know you're getting X amount of dollars, and you cannot earn less than that. And you've got it right in front of you. You you know exactly how much you're going to have in 20 years, how much you're going to have in 30 years, and you have to know what the, the minimum amount you're going to have. Nobody nobody in this world can tell you the maximum, but it's good to know what the minimum is going to be because if all else fails, that's what you have to live off of, and that's what you can do with these insurance companies, but you cannot. very, very difficult to find somebody who's going to give you 6.75. But these insurance companies are so regulated, and they have nothing but cash cash cap 50 60 billion dollars just sitting in cash and again they are so highly regulated that they are audited every four months and they have to have enough cash on hand every day to pay off every single policyholder. so to me uh, that's a lot of relief
1: So let's take a few minutes here and talk about like what people can do in certain decades. Like, you know, if, if you're in your forties, we know it's all good to start, you know, thinking about your retirement plans there. But what if you're in your fifties, sixties, or even in your seventies, is there anything you can do? Um, like, are there age limits on these things? Like when can people start and how late in life can you start?
2: Well, like anything else, It's like a bank account. The sooner you start, the better it's going to be because only you know when you want to retire. So if you were 50 and you started it now at 50 and you knew you were going to retire at 65, you know you have 15 years of earning in that particular uh, uh, policy. So if you knew that you were going to earn a minimum of 6.75 for the next 15 years, you'd know exactly what you have. But if the market doubled or tripled more than that 6.75, you would get the higher of the two. So the more years that you can wait not to take money, the more money that you're going to have. But the good thing is when you start an income, once you start that income, that income will be paid to you like a Social Security check, like a pension check, until the day that you die. But unlike a Social Security check or a pension check, when you die, your spouse has the ability to take the cash, your spouse has the ability to continue on with a payment, or if you've passed away, your children have the ability to get a lump sum payment out of it. So it's your money, and eventually someone's going to get it, which is not the case uh, in most programs with, um, with your company.
1: So if you are in your 60s or your 70s, is it worth it to, to, to consider some of these things?
2: Well, I, it's a good question to ask yourself. If I'm, do I feel comfortable if I'm in my 60s or 70s? Do I feel comfortable in the stock market where I can lose my money uh, or lose for a few years and have to wait for it to come back? Is it safe if I need this money to uh, go into a nursing care facility, is it safe for me to gamble with it? Uh, only the individual can answer. could answer that. Um, I, I personally don't know anybody who wants to gamble with their money in their 60s and 70s. If they know that they can get a great interest rate and they know they can be taken care of for the rest of their lives, and more importantly, they worry that their spouse can be taken care of, It really doesn't matter. Certainly, it's better for you if you can start earlier, but you have to start at some point. And if you're comfortable, again, with the stock market, then that's where you should be. But if you want to know that your money is going to be guaranteed and you want to know you're not going to lose anything and you want to know what your interest rate is going to be and you want to know how much you can take out uh, for the rest of your life, then that's another story. But uh, there are still people out there that are gamblers, but, um, you know, it it really is a crapshoot, and I'm not a gambler
1: when somebody has a, money, a unexpected sure. situation especially like an unexpected death um you know i see a lot of these comments coming in right now saying you know like my husband died at 48 and i hadn't handled my finances on you know where would somebody start you know if you're if you're in that situation you know do you get all of your papers together do you do you go meet with someone like what would your best advice be for someone who's recently lost her husband uh to to start taking control of the finances because she has well, to the
2: first thing i would do is just to take a deep breath find someone who is reputable someone that you know is trustworthy someone who again you can check out that background and someone who has a lot of patience because it really does take a lot of patience because that particular person hasn't handled the finances. They may not even know where to look for all the finances, and I've had that happen before. So the best thing to do is just uh, let's have a couple of conversations. It's just small conversations and getting to know each other and getting to know what accounts you know where, where a good possibility, where the accounts are, and if he owned a business, et cetera, et cetera, where other places where we could go to look for that, to, get, to find out, because, you, you know, you, you, you have to continue to live. You still have to write that check every month. So really the sooner that you find out, the better it is. But you really want somebody who's there to really help hold your hand and explain everything that you have to you and to keep on explaining it, whether it's five times or ten times or 15 times, because it may be the best place for you to be. You don't want somebody to run in there and say, oh, you know, you've got to get out of there. You want somebody to explain to you what you do have and if it's a good thing, let you know it's a good thing. And if it's a not, show you X, Y, and Z how they differ and what would be better for you. And your, your gut instinct, I always say go with your gut and you'll make the right decision.
1: Well, and I think that's really important, Warren, because what you're talking about is handling the person. You know, I see a lot of these softwares out there. Um, Business Insider this week reported that this new software means you no longer need a human financial advisor. And you know what you're telling me is you know a software program doesn't have patience. a software program can't help you identify you know some of your fears and things like that that you can when you sit down and you talk to a person and you listen to their story. Uh, what are your feelings on some of these financial planning softwares that are out there that the consumer can buy and download and then try to make their own investments?
2: I think that's that's a really bad bad decision it's best to deal with someone who's credible who's known in the community where you can check them out and has a good status and can put you in touch with other clients that they have that they've had for years so you can know the kind of contact you're going to have with that person. The con- it's all about service. It's all about humanity. And every single person is different, and every single person needs to be handled differently. Some people need to call every week. Some people only want to speak a couple of times a year. It really depends on whatever your client's need is. You have to fulfill it, and you have to be there for them, even if it is on a Saturday or Sunday, especially when you're dealing with older people. Um, You know, if they get scared and they don't know and they become frightened and they want an answer, so uh, I always make myself available. All my clients have a cell number where they can reach me on a Saturday or Sunday, and I'll certainly... The company may not be open, but I, I pretty much remember everything about every client that I have that I can at least make them feel comfortable until we speak the next morning and get the information from the company, or at least get started as to what their needs are. If they're telling me they need cash by Wednesday or, or, uh, or their, their kid is stuck somewhere and they need something, um, that's, that's all part of being a human being which, that you cannot get from the Internet.
1: And that's really important because you've had a long time in business, you know, since 1977. You've had a long-term marriage. You've raised a child. You understand things in a way that a computer program or even a computer programmer can't. You know, it's human nature. Uh, we have only about three minutes left in the show, Warren. What's your best piece of advice for people listening today?
2: I would say take your time. Don't rush into anything. Get yourself as educated as you possibly can. It's hard to do that because the the books and the periodicals and the things and the mutual funds and the, all these different brochures that they send you, you basically have to be truly a rocket scientist to understand them. And there's so many things that they, that they with mutual funds, and, and a lot of these companies where they, take money out of your account monthly, and they don't even tell you about it, but they tell you it's in your prospectus. Well, good luck understanding or reading a prospectus. So you really need someone there who knows these things in advance, knows what to look for, can read your statement, get online with your existing company, and ask all the right questions while you're online with them so you hear it all. So you're getting all the information that you need or might not even known to ask. But it's good to deal with somebody who's reputable, who's willing to take the time to just sit and talk with you. And let's figure out what you do have and don't make any suggestions about moving anything. And until you've really gotten to know that person, what their their needs having lost a husband or being single or divorced is completely different now, so that whole world has to change, and you have to be aware of that and be aware of people's feelings and uh, and be very, very open to that otherwise you're uh, otherwise it's like working with a computer.
1: Absolutely. Well, Warren, you've been an outstanding guest today. For people who want to reach Warren, you can go to Warren Elkin, dot com. You can call him directly at 877-476-5051. Again, that number is 877-476-5051. Our guest today has been Warren Elkin, WarrenElkin.com. Thank you very much. We'll see you next week.
0: Thanks for being with us today on Motherhood Talk Radio, starring Sandra Beck. Motherhood Talk Radio brings you interesting, influential, and inspiring guests to help you be all you can be. Everything from great parenting tips to moms living with cancer, starting a family, or starting a business. Making the most of how you bounce back with style. Join us next week for another great guest you won't want to miss here on Motherhood Talk Radio, live every Tuesday afternoon on Toganet.com.